What does innovation sound like? It sounds like the luxury of being in the moment with your customer, client, or patient. It sounds like having the right information right when you need it. It sounds like being at your best for your customers and your business. Thanks to Highland's intelligent content solutions that improve digital processes, innovators everywhere are able to do their thing better, whatever that thing is. Now, who doesn't like the sound of that? Highland, for innovators everywhere. Visit highland.com. Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Brought to you by Active Iron on News Talk. I was reading Terry Prone from the Communications Clinic, her piece in the Examiner today with great interest because she was writing about funerals and why do people plan them and what sort of comfort do you get from planning your own funeral, you know, a big event, your final day when you yourself are obviously not going to be there. You won't be able to see it and and take part in the uh, celebration of life um, event, I suppose, that's happening. And she talks in the article, you know, about uh, Esther Ranson, the British journalist and TV presenter, and when she was told she'd stayed for stage four lung cancer and given the prognosis, that the first thing she did was started to plan her the aftermath of her departure. Like she turned into a basically a sort of a proper professional uh, funeral planner. And Terry Prone's writing that she can't understand the approach that you know she's not going to be present. Why should she care? Why does she care about how the day is going to unfold? And I just thought it was an interesting conversation to have on the programme. Uh, Breathe McGowan is with me from Foley and McGowan's Funeral Home in Sligo and, and Ballina. Breathe, do more people now plan their own funeral? They do. And thanks so much for having me on, Andrea, by the way. <laughs> but um, yeah, I have loads of people coming in to me planning their funerals. And it's actually a lovely process when the person is still alive and you know some people come in and they're not even sick they mightn't have any illness at all yes okay. but they're just very aware of you know the fact that we all will meet that day and they just want to have it done and some people come in and they have it they do it because they say I don't trust my children <laughs> <laughs> and they right. want to have it done right and no living the rest of their life that that's going to be done and it's all sorted. So it's it's lovely. And um, you do have the sadder times where you're dealing with people who have a terminal illness, but it's also, it gives them great peace and great solace when you do go through it with them as well. And you can see that big weight lifted off their shoulders and, you know, that's lovely. That's a lovely thing to do as so well. So it's, it's funny. I would have assumed, Justin, uh, clearly wrongly, I would have assumed that the majority of people who probably plan their own funeral, um, that, you know, that maybe they've had a health scare or they've had some some form of um, some kind of diagnosis, but clearly that's not the case. No, and like a lot of people, they might have experienced a friend or a loved one passing away untimely and just gets them thinking, well, yeah, that is coming to all of us. So... I'd like to have mine arranged and it's really nice and like some people some people don't care like that like that lady you were talking about there she it doesn't bother her so like why would she bother doing it but for a lot of people it actually does help them and a lot of people I deal with they always walk out saying god that was the stress I didn't think I had yeah and it's gone because <laughs> once they come in and we go through it and it's it's very normal they go away, they come in kind of thinking, oh, this is so morbid. 
you know, it's they're not the kind of thing I suppose you want to think much about, really. You know, you. Yeah. I have an interesting it's, text from Sinead here, and she says, um, "For the past thirty years, I've been adding to a funeral folder. It has used it used to be, you know, cuttings, etc. But now it's all digital and a Spotify playlist that I've added. My husband laughs because he knows where it is. I'm only fifty eight, but I think it's healthy to be this organised. Okay, maybe control freaks do this a little <laughs> more, uh, a little more than than most, according to Sinead. Uh, Veronica's on the line as well. Breathe. Um, would you care about organising your your own funeral, Veronica? Hi, Andrea. Um, personally, I actually haven't uh, thought about it too much. Maybe because I think I'm invincible <laughs> or something. None of us are. Yeah. But I personally haven't thought about my endings. But um, I do actually work in the Kiltiernan Cemetery Park up in Dublin. And I do see a lot of people coming in, organising, um, like, their their plot before they pass away like well before like some as I, that lady was saying beforehand there are some people that come in that do not have any illness whatsoever yeah. and they're having a good domestic on where they want uh, to the be place. laid to rest and they want to lay this way and they want to be facing this way and now I personally haven't had um, any dealings with uh, my endings at all so um but just where I work, it's like, you know, the people that come in yeah. and literally organise everything. And they they're just, they are very, very happy with the, you know, the organisation of it. Jenny is on, on the line with us too, Veronica. Jenny, because you, um, you, like, you've started to plan your funeral, is that right? Oh, I have it down to a fine art, every single detail. <laughs> so what, and what have you organised? Uh, so I'm going to have a table quiz of questions about me. And then um, instead of divvying out my possessions and playing a, a, a dangerous game of favouritism, um, it's going to be down to my guests and their knowledge about my friendship uh, for what they they get. So whatever is, is left over, whether it be my laptop or a bit of cash or whatever, um, it'll be down to them and their knowledge. Yeah, so the whole thing's going to be... I spoke to you before, Jenny. Is this the yeah. the, 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 yeah, the, the funeral? Yeah, yeah. So when you say that now, it it uh, springs to mind. All right. So you, yeah. So you, you're going to have a, a quiz for people in the congregation to take part to see how much they really knew about you during your lifetime. Yeah. Well, I reckon because I I don't want to be too pessimistic, but no one is guaranteed a wedding, but everyone is guaranteed a funeral. <laughs> in their, in their yeah. So why not? Like, why not pour as much? effort into your fun roll, as I call it, from the fun back into funeral, then you would your wedding. <laughs> because like that's what I like any time yeah. someone mentions like, yeah, nah, I'm gonna put that um, energy into my fun roll. What would like Denise, where are you in this debate? Would do you are you a little bit like Jenny or do you care yes, at I all? Love it. Oh she's brilliant, I love it. Yeah. Um <laughs> I would have been like that the lady who wrote the article, you know, before I said absolutely no, I don't care. Yeah, I don't care. Like do you really dead, not whatever. Care, Denise, but then though? but then I was my dad passed away and we had his funeral and I realised, oh no, it's actually for the people who were there. If you if you plan it properly and do it right, the people who were there really experience it like if it's it's about you and it's your music and you, the things you want in it, it makes it really special for everybody who's there. I realise that and I 
noticed everybody who came and I noticed people who didn't show up and I was oh, like, you oh, always I remember, Denise. Funeral. I want you always remember. There. Yeah, and I wanted that to be all about me and I'm, I love being the centre of attention in life and I don't want that to change in my death and I wanted to all to be completely about me and all the songs I love and all that. Now I'm I'm I've I'm convinced myself that right. that's the way to go. Haven't had my dad's funeral, whereas before that I wouldn't yeah. have even thought about it. I would have said whatever. Had he his plans, Denise? He had obviously or he'd yeah, a little bit. Yeah, like we talked about it a little bit. And um, he had very short time between his diagnosis and his passing. Oh, but like right. there were certain things like he there was a certain singer he wanted in the church. There was certain music, and for us to be able to do that, it was really special for us because it was really we felt him there then because it was his stuff and you know things that he liked. So we do think there's an importance about having a little plan of something that's about you because not everybody might know exactly what you were interested in particularly people on the periphery who maybe weren't as close to you and then there is you know they can see that this is about you so I definitely think yeah I'm, I'm agreeing with Jenny there now I think all systems go and um, want to plan it like a hen's party or something <laughs> are you going to start doing a quiz as well <laughs> Oh, she's giving me great ideas there. Yeah, <laughs> quiz, brilliant. Prizes and everything. I might prize off my will according to the prizes of the quiz. Yeah. <laughs> There's a, a text from a listener who says, planning your funeral is your signature on the final page of your life. Another listener says, planning your own funeral, it's actually one of the kindest things you can do for your relatives at the worst time for them. You've passed away, so you don't have any feelings anymore, but they're going through what could be the most traumatic loss in time. And now they don't have to be worried about what you want and if they give you the right send off. Like that is an interesting point, Breathe. And particularly if there's, you know, if there's a family feud or something. Well, I was just going to say, I, I, I love when people come in and they've got all these lovely, fun ideas as well. And it's just, it's a great experience dealing with them. But there's also the logistical side of planning your own funeral where a family could be completely divided over, for example, cremation or burial. And Mammy said she wanted to be cremated. Mammy never said that. Do you know what I mean? So when you've got such a short period of time to arrange all of this, you know, there's things like that that would really save a family feud from happening. Yeah. Do you, um, Jim is with us. Is it something you've thought about, Jim? Um, it's it's not something that I've ever given an awful lot of thought to, but funny enough, I'm just on my way home for a funeral as it happened. Right. And, uh, it was said in the church that um, the lady who died, who was in her 90s, had selected what the hymns would be and so forth in the church. And as regards myself, you know, funny enough, I, I think I would, I know my family would probably, you know, have a fair idea what I'd want. First of all, that it would be that there wouldn't be any religious service. They would know that already. But uh, I kind of think that, that, um, I'd like to have a say in, in who would be. I mean, my own family are nearly, my, my siblings are nearly all singers. My own children are singers and musicians. Yeah, you'd and like I them to the part. To, uh, you know, that they would, that they would uh, make a bit of a celebration yeah. of it. And they, you know, that, that sort of thing. Um, it, it's, it's, um, it's an interesting thing. Though. Yeah, it's, it was not something people typically want to talk about. When, but when I saw Terry's piece today, I, I just thought it was an interesting take. Fanula, though, I believe you've actually given your family fairly strict instructions. Uh, hi, Andrea. Yes, um, I don't want any religious ceremony. Um, I've had a good life. Um, our house was party central for the last 20 years in Dublin. So Brilliant. I wanted, I just want to have a big party. I want people to... My death notice is going to say at the end of it, party in ours tonight. <laughs> so at the I, end I, of rip.ie. Yeah, rip. <laughs> yeah. Party in ours. Party in ours. Um, 
I just we're um uh, we're putting an extension onto the house and I had the um architect over a few weeks ago and she said, This is the first time I've ever built an extension to hold house a coffin. So I want people to be able to come in, see me in the coffin, go into the, the extension and have a party and music and dance. But that's not the reason you're putting on the extension, Vanilla. <laughs> not quite, but it would help right. <laughs> make a great funeral place. You want to be, yeah, laid out in the house at home. Which is typically often not a Dublin thing. Is Sure it's not. It's usually funeral homes. It's usually usually funeral homes. When we moved down the country and country funerals are great and the wake is great. And um, so we want to have just a great party. Yeah, now, okay. at the end of the day, my husband says, the funeral isn't for you, the funeral is for those of us left behind. Your family, yeah. Yeah. So, but do you want um, some part in it? You, you, you want to know what's happening anyway in advance? Well, frankly, once I'm gone, they can do with me what they'd like. <laughs> but um, if they want to have a big rip-roaring party... So be it. Yeah. I'm happy with that. Well, That's hopefully like. there'll be no time soon anyway. Fanula, take care and thanks a million for, for getting in touch with us. Amazing the reaction to this today. Uh, planning your own funeral is one of the kindest things you can do for your relatives at the worst time. People should absolutely think and chat to their family about their end of life wishes. Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Weekdays at midday. Brought to you by Active Iron on News Talk.